This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you from here at our... Well, we're heading out on the highway this morning trying to find somebody that we can bring the gospel to. But this old Trailblazer have been bringing these studies on demon possession. And we're going to go back there today and uh, pick that up. But we saw there uh, a lot about the demon possession. All of these things will be on... on uh, in, not on print, but on CDs if you'd like. Now, every individual out of Christ is uh, controlled by Satan. We saw that in our last study. Every individual outside of Christ, we come here as a sinner, born into this world as a sinner, and uh, goes about, the scripture says, is non-righteous, no, not one. But uh, you say, how does that person ever come to know the Lord? Well, if, if he's one of God's children, if he's one of God's elect, the Lord, the Holy Spirit will come there and begin to work around, dig around his heart, dig around his soul, and bring the, bring the message, show him that he's uh, uh, not saved. Show him that he's not saved. That's what the old trailblazer, I found out. I wasn't, I wasn't a religious person, but he showed me that I was a, in enmity towards God. But let's see. Let's go back now. Every individual outside of Christ is controlled by Satan. You may not understand that. You may not believe it. This is evident fact first from God's word and then by observation. Now, in 2 Timothy 2, we read, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, my friend, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, and if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. You see there where we are? We are this, Satan is taken over by, by, yeah, that's right. Lock, stock, and barrel, we used to say, my friend. Not only is every individual out of Christ controlled by Satan, taken captive by him at his will, but the great host of demon spirits are also controlled by Satan. Furthermore, every fallen angel is under Satan's control. Still further, it is Satan's one desire, according to God's word, to be worshipped. In Isaiah 14, 14, it says, let's read that, talking about uh, Satan. I will, he, this is Satan speaking, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Now, that's Satan's last thing he'd like, my friend, first thing. The reason that Satan fell, who was the anointed cherub, was, was because he aspired to dethrone the Lord Jesus Christ and take his place. He was cast out for his rebellion, and ever since then his one desire has been to be worshipped, to bow down to, my friend. Isn't that awful? Isn't that something, how the Lord, Satan promised the Lord everything you could name if he would bow down to him? But listen, the Apostle Paul here states plainly that in the last day, the Spirit speaking expressly, there shall rise the doctrines of demons. They shall speak lies in hypocrisy, that is, use deceit, and work throughout through ministers whose consciousness, consciences have been seared with a hot iron, we saw there, and who are blinded by the God of this world. The great old apostle Paul says here again that they will teach forbidding to marry. 
In other words, the purpose of the demon is to alienate husband and wife and to break up homes by preaching the doctrine of free love. That is, listen, prevalent everywhere today you turn. Thousands of individuals uh, that we, we know of are living out of wedlock among all classes of races, creeds, and colors. It doesn't make no difference. It crosses everything, my friend. And it's so so widespread uh, now that it's just almost impossible to believe. And uh, my goodness alive, this doctrine of free love is taught in our colleges and universities and practiced almost without restraint among high school students. And now uh, listen, before World War I, 85% of our unmarried girls were virgin. But at the present rate, that has reversed. Only 15% of unmarried women today are found to be virgin. This is how rapidly the doctrine of demons of free love has spread. The wife sprocking, then wife swapping, is one of the most, one of the outstanding sins of our present day. Now, my friend, listen, listen, listen. Paul says another doctrine of demons is commanding to abstain from meat. Now, we want to look look closely at this, my friend. This is something that's taking place every day that you and I live. Commanding to abstain from meat, which God has created to be received with thanksgiving, and then which believe, and them which believe and know the truth. We're living in a great day of vegetarianism, my friend, taught by certain doctors and religious cults. They teach that man should eat only the herbs of the ground and the fruit of the tree. You take meats away from the human body, and you weaken it. And I've told my, some of the folks that call me and ask me about it, eating nothing but vegetables. But it weakens the body that Satan can have influence over more rapidly, more easily than before. You take meat away from the human body, and you weaken it and make it more susceptible to demon possession. This is a doctrine of demons for the purpose of weakening the body so that they can more readily take control. Then in first, second Peter, second Peter 2, there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies. Satan's modern devices through his demon spirits are to lead men away from the central truth of God's Word, which is blood redemption in Christ, which is the power of God unto salvation. And listen, any, any counterfeit, counterfeit, counterfeit system of doctrines or worship which omits or soft pedals this essential truth of blood redemption in Christ is of Satan and is brought about by demon spirits. Listen now, you say, you say, Trailblazer, how, how does Satan work today in uh, setting up counterfeit systems of religion? Well, listen, let's look at a few examples. For instance, this great scripture subject of physical health is substituted in a religious system and the emphasis put on physical health and not blood redemption. Therefore, thousands who are suffering, listen, are fixing them, their attention upon the secondary thing and becoming, oh, taken up with it and build blinded 
to that one essential thing, which is blood redemption in Christ. Blood redemption in Christ, my friend. Listen now. No doubt there is no subject of more universal interest than that of physical health. And there is a false system of religion that chiefly emphasizes physical health. They teach, no doubt, some great truths of God's Word. They put the emphasis up on physical health, and they set themselves up as unfallible teachers of God's Word. But they deny the reality of sin, set it aside, and count it as naught, Christ's atoning sacrifice or blood redemption. They set it aside, my friend. This great system of false teaching, as the Apostle Paul said, counterfeits in hypocrisy have, have, have brought, brought great mental transformation, but leave their followers two four more the child of hell than they ever were before because it denies the need of blood redemption. In Christ, this is what Paul would call doctrine of demons. Now, my friend, let me ask you quickly. Are you saved? Are you, are you, are you trusting the Lord Salvation is coming to Christ as a poor lost sinner, trusting your body, soul, and spirit unto the Lord God of heaven. You come there as a poor lost sinner, seeing your helplessness and hoping to turn to Christ. All of this, uh, uh, what we see on the market today, I don't know if it's just whirling this and preachers give you the invitation to come on down and shake his hand in that salvation. I did that 50 years ago. Preacher, little old preacher, come down there and hold a meeting in a little old church we were going to, and he made that thing, come down, shake my hand, you saved. And my wife wanted me to join that little old church and get saved. But I did. I shook his hand, but it had no value. No, if the Lord had left me there, I'd have went straight on into hell when I died. But by God's grace, he led me to hear Pastor Shelton. Someone invited me to hear him under an old gospel tent out here in the country. And I went on Saturday, Sunday afternoon. You couldn't find a place to park within a quarter of a mile. But uh, as in day, he stayed there six weeks. As the days come and go, the cloud dropped off. Soon as he began to bear down on God's sovereignty, man's responsibility, and things began to change, my friend. When he left, there's only four or five families left there, and they're still part of this work, those families, the Lord opened their hearts and saved some of them, still dealing with some of them after all these years. But listen, listen, my friend. Now, now let me go back and pick up our study. As Pastor Paul says, counterfeits in hypocrisy have wrought great mental transformation, but leave their followers on two, four more a child of hell than they were because it denies the need of blood redemption in Christ. This is what Paul called doctrines of demons. Now, let's notice another illustration that is of common interest in humanity, to humanity, and that is life after death. We'll get started in that just a moment or two. Before we have to go, but we'll pick it up in our next study. Let's see what it says. Let us notice another illustration that is of common interest in hu to humanity, and that is life after death. It is the strong desire of every heart to want to know what is beyond death, what is beyond the grave, what is beyond, the, where, where did our departed loved ones go? Then there 
steps in that is known as spiritism. Spiritism. Oh, my friend. And it says, I will call up your departed dead and let you talk to them. This system has been existed from earliest days, my friend, early ages, not only to know the future of st- state of your loved one, but you want to look, them in, look, look into the future and know what's going to happen to your own soul. <laughs> we'll pick that up in our next study. Friday evening, old Dan and I got to get back to the barn and uh, spend the night at home tonight. We've been on this road for all the week. No, Dan kind of tuckered out, and I am too. But I love to come in your home with by radio or by uh, all these other means that we have, this thumb drive and all of those things. Won't you look up our website, radiomission.org, www.radiomission.org, and you'll see a world of, of, of uh, things that maybe you don't know. Then I promised you I'd get with you on this question and answer to Pastor Shelton had, invited folks to write him a question he'd answer them but i'm gonna get rid of that next week i'll I'll read you some of the questions and give you the answers that he brought and then i believe it'll be a blessing to your heart i'll do that and i'll send you a copy of what we most surely believe if you write me or just call me email me my email address is pastor at radio mission you can do that won't even cost you a stamp but uh i'll be back with you next week the old trailblazer's address is post office box 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I would love to hear from you. Call me or write me. Let me hear from you. Tell me you're going to support the broadcast. Get out the gospel, my friend, to a lost and dying world. I don't believe we're going to be here long. We need to get up and about our Father's business and getting out the gospel. Remember, I'll be back Monday morning, early, bright and early, old Dan and I. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.